0: Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Valentine's News podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View, and I'm coming to you from the Gillette Stadium press box, looking out at a stadium that is being prepped for a monster truck show, apparently, as, uh... As the Giants have concluded two days of joint practices with the New England Patriots over at the adjoining Patriots practice facility here in Foxborough, Massachusetts, just a few thoughts on Thursday's practice. After uh, after watching a second straight day of uh, of work between the two teams in sweltering ninety degree plus temperatures here in Foxborough, Thursday was a much much better day for the Giants. Uh, Wednesday was uh, was a little bit of a rough day. There were some highlights for the Giants in red zone uh, working on offense, but it was a pretty rough day for the offense and. New England quarterback Mac Jones had a really, really good day on Wednesday, a day that drew national attention, you know, as he really, really staked a claim to perhaps becoming the Patriots' first team quarterback. Thursday, though, was a different story. The day for the New York Giants was highlighted by the return of star running back Saquon Barkley to live team drills. Probably the best news that the Giants have had in the entirety of training camp and the preseason to date. Barkley's been ramping up his work, been doing individuals, Um, but Thursday was the first time that the Giants put him out on the field for team reps. He took four reps early in practice in seven-on-seven situations which are done with no offensive linemen on the field, in case you are not aware of how that works and what that looks like. Uh, In those four reps, Barkley caught one pass, a swing pass to the outside, and then he more or less watched the rest of practice until late in the practice when he took four reps in 11-on-11 situations. To be honest, I was a little bit surprised by that. I wasn't expecting to see Barkley in the 7-on-7 situations, but uh, in two separate 11-on-11 Giants offensive possessions, Barkley took two reps in each of those sessions. The second session in particular was interesting because in that second session, which was a two-minute drill type session, the the first play was a quick pass to Barkley, really just a stop route where he went out three or four yards, turned around, caught a quick pass. The whistle was blown, the play was stopped. The second play was more of an angle route out of the backfield where Barkley flashed across the middle and caught a pass where he had to quickly avoid Uh, Potential contact from a Patriots defender. You know, even though he was wearing a red jersey, which is a non contact indicator, you know, it was a situation where both of those players were running at each other with the ball in the air. Barkley had to make a little bit of an instinctive move to get out of the way. And after practice, he thought that it was a, a positive thing. You know that he was able to see that, that he was able to maneuver around it, that he was able to uh, to to make that particular move. Barkley was thrilled to get out on the field. Said he felt really, really good. Um, quote from from uh, Saquon after practice: "It feels good to get a couple of team reps. It's fun to be able to play football again." Uh, you know, Barkley will continue to ramp up. No promises that he'll be ready for week one action against the Denver Broncos less than three weeks from now. Coach Joe Judge has said that he wants Barkley to get some contact before, the, uh, before playing in a regular season game. That doesn't necessarily mean being tackled. That doesn't necessarily mean being hit on that surgically repaired knee. It means being bumped around, maybe getting knocked to the ground. You know, that's the way that I read it anyway. Maybe being, you know, thumped a little bit in practice, which is something that teams do when they're trying to have some contact without bringing people to the ground. Um, you know, just enough to make them them feel like they've been hit a little bit. But that's the, the situation for Barkley. Barkley admitted uh, after practice that, you know, th- that he – that that getting hit is sort of the next step for him, sort of the next phase. And we'll see how that goes. But it was it was fantastic to see Barkley out on the field. Fantastic to see the Giants throw him the football. They look like a better offense with him out there, with him getting the ball, you know, obviously. So uh, a really, really good positive step for the Giants on, uh, on Thursday as Saquon Barkley got back out on the field. Also, a really, really good day, to be honest with you, for uh, for Daniel Jones. I had him charted as, I believe, 20 of 27 for the day. No interceptions, no turnovers, a few really smart decisions. I think three different times he threw the ball away. Um, when receivers were covered, when there was just no play to be made. You know, that's something that cost him a couple of times last year where he forced plays that really weren't there. So really positive sign for Daniel Jones that, uh, that he didn't force any of the action during Thursday's practice. There were also a couple of big plays made down the field by Jones. Biggest play of the day. A 40-yard touchdown strike to Dante Pettis, who's making a pretty strong bid to make the roster as uh, one of the extra wide receivers, to be honest with you. Um, you have Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, Austin Mack, and John Ross all not practicing at the wide receiver position, so lots of extra reps for guys like, like Pettis and C.J. Board, and Dante Pettis He's a guy who doesn't get a lot of publicity, doesn't get a lot of credit, doesn't doesn't generate a lot of buzz. But from what I've seen throughout training camp and the preseason, when he gets opportunities, he takes advantage of them. When the ball's thrown his way, he makes the play. And he's been available for the most part throughout camp. So uh, so wondering if perhaps Pettis has put himself in position to – to have a chance to make the 53-man roster. Also a much better day on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, the Giants weren't thrilled uh, with, uh, with turning Mac Jones into a national hero, more or less, on Wednesday. Came out on Thursday, and it was a much different story. Jones' first pass was knocked down by Xavier McKinney. Second pass was intercepted by Logan Ryan. Giants had a much better day on defense, much better coverage. couple of pass breakups by Sam Beal, couple of pass breakups by Rodarius Williams, at least one by James Bradbury. Interesting note on the defensive side of the ball with Adoree Jackson out after suffering his ankle injury on Wednesday. It was rookie Rodarius Williams who stepped into the lineup. As the starting cornerback opposite Bradbury, don't know how that's going to play out over the next few weeks and what will happen if Jackson is not available week one. But right now it looks like plan A, option A to to replace Jackson is Williams, the rookie sixth round pick out of Oklahoma State who has had a really, really impressive training camp. All right, Giants fans, uh, the Giants will return to New Jersey for a short practice on Friday. Brief walkthrough, more or less, which I, I would assume is is what that practice will be. Sort of a recovery day. And then the Giants will be at MetLife Stadium on Sunday evening to complete the preseason against, uh, against these same New England Patriots. Then uh, roster cuts are coming on Tuesday. Please stay tuned to BigBlueView.com for all of your Giants coverage. We'll have, you know, we'll have roster predictions coming up. We'll have cuts. We'll have trades. Um, anything that happens with the Giants, we'll uh, we'll have the news for you at BigBlueView.com. So please stay tuned for that. Please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. Check out our YouTube channel. Follow Big Blue View at Big Blue View on Twitter, and uh, as I said, you know, any, pretty much anywhere that you get your information, you can find uh, you know a Big Blue View presence there uh, to, to help you stay in touch with your New York Giants. So, Giants fans, thank you very very much for listening. Please remember to stay to take care of each other. Stay safe out there and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.